zombie posers don't listen. Hey, everybody. We gotta open the... Hello! Welcome to Only Posers Don't Listen to Podcasts. I'm Ed the Punk. I'm Matthew Gironi. And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it goes, yeah. And we are here today with uh, who I've been referring to you as the meme analyst for the last week like you're a doctor. (laughs) So he's the meme analyst, you know, like that. That's the goal. Uh, But can you tell me your full name because I don't remember your last name. Christian Gabriel. Christian Gabriel. Uh, Can you tell me your Instagram? The God Disc. The God Disc? Is that how you're pronouncing it? Okay. All right. Uh, The God Disc. And I met you, originally how I met you was years ago at uh, a punk rock flea market. Actually, the same day I laid eyes on old uh, Ed, the, Ed the Punk here. Oh, yeah. For the first right. time. Your uh, girlfriend that I believe you mentioned uh, in the last podcast we did, you still are with. Yep. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is her name? Kristen Middleton. Mm-hmm. And what she does an art, uh, she, she had an art table. Yes. And I also had an art table, and we were art neighbors. And uh, you you were there to support her or help her, Correct. and uh, as um, I was there to just like sell pieces of paper. Right. And her Instagram is k e m underscore two eight four. Write that down for me before you leave, so right. we can post it with she it. Is the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was very, very nice. Awesome art. You were showing me some of it before. It's getting pretty serious. <laughs> pretty seriously good. Uh, what do you call it? Um, so, I guess the best way to go into this is, yeah, we ran into each other on the advice episode that I didn't know I was going to be on. Right, and, and you came on last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came on last minute, and you, you were there with uh, the guy from uh, Red Room. Yes, Dylan. Dylan, who was a very nice guy. Awesome. And uh, you talked about how you had a YouTube page. Okay, and now what's the name of the YouTube page? Meme Analysis. Meme Analysis. And you did this for us in in front of all of us. You analyzed some memes for us. And it was fucking awesome. Like, it was the most, it was the best idea I've heard somebody tell me in a long time. And uh, what is it? So I immediately asked you to come back on. Now, do you do this just on the YouTube page? No, I do. I mean, this is something that I was doing at a live show as well. Like, we do it live. We do it in person. You were just telling me about this. So it can be... I mean, it's and it's something that I ultimately want to make into a therapy method beyond just really uh, something on video. Like, I could uh, give people psychological help by having them show me memes. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, what it's is it? so very interesting. Yeah, I... it, it, it's one of the more interesting... I don't know. It's like I was saying to you before we started. Like, it's this thing where I feel like older people just don't get it. And they'll downplay it. They'll be like, this is a thing for children. You guys are just being stupid. But when you really look at it, there's a lot of meaning behind it. And I get a lot of joy out of them. And we, it's actually one of the most successful things we do on the podcast, like Instagram or any of our social medias. Um, what is it? So, how long have you been doing this exactly? I would say for about three or four years. Okay, three or four years. All right. Uh, and it's been, you do it, you do a live show. 
you do it on the YouTube page? You've never transferred this onto any other social medias? Uh, only uh, occasionally on Instagram, but it's not. I've not found that to be something that I enjoy too much. On the Instagram, you didn't feel that it worked on the Instagram no, story? because I like the aspect of verbal communication. I think it's very important that I speak. I can write well, but I don't have the same veracity. It's I don't I don't really feel like I'm speaking the truth when it's so distant. Really? So is it like but it's not the same is it the shortness of the videos? Yeah, I think that on Instagram like and you think that's the hashtag things and I, I think just, they're 15 I hate, seconds. I hate doing hashtags. I hate having to... Are you talking about doing it on the feed or doing it on the story? Because the story is 15 seconds. I do stories. Stories go well. The stories are 15 seconds in pieces and you don't have to hashtag. Where the feed is a minute long and hashtags do help. And that's what I find that I don't like. I don't like doing hashtags. I don't like having to do that kind of work. It makes me feel like I'm kind of diluting the message. Like by having hashtags on something, and because I take it very seriously... It's like saying, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me, not look at what I have to say. This is the truth. Like, this right here is what matters. You don't look at it as an easier way to search for your things? I just feel it. I, it makes me cringe if I have to do, like, hashtag meme, hashtag psychology. It may, I, I, I don't like it. I, I see your point. But as somebody that uses social media all the time, I just find it as a tool to help people find what they're like. We, I use the same hashtags. Like I have a little group of hashtags that I use for pretty much every post. Maybe I'll add one or two if there's like something specific to that post or something. But I feel that people follow hashtags and they'll follow a punk hashtag. And if I hashtag something punk, they'll find my thing. Well, I also like getting fans who are really intent on my material like on youtube we have a, a very strong fan base it's not just like people who passively watch it or would like it but not really pay attention like the people that watch us watch these entire 15 minute videos every week and that matters to me a lot i like having fans that care i think that but do you feel that you might be limiting yourself in that way? Because like, I didn't know about the fact, I didn't even know you were doing this. And then I met you and you said the word meme analyst and I got interested. I feel like maybe if I saw that hashtag somewhere, or if I looked up that hashtag, I might be more interested. And that, and I might, or I might be interested in the concept, look it up, then find your art and be like, wow, this is what I'm really connecting to. Well, I do tags on YouTube. Okay. And, but they're invisible. But the people that search, according to them, still find the video. That's so, good. That's good. So it works for me. I didn't even know that you could do that. You I don't work with YouTube, so... <laughs> We're going to? Yeah. yeah very I mean, soon. I see, like, we, we... I hate Twitter. Fucking hate it. Yeah, I don't like fuck Twitter. It, fuck Twitter, bro. I can agree with you on that, That shit drone. sucked. It looks like word vomit. All right? <laughs> all right? It just doesn't make any sense. Why would I have a... Like, this is how I read. This is how the English language is. You go from the top to the bottom. That's how pages are written in English in America. But there, it because of the way it's written, because it's 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 every new post. So someone's response will be above, and I just can't get over it. <laughs> I think that that's what it is. So now Sarah's running the uh, the the Twitter because Thank I God. can't get over it. Yeah, and she knows how to work that medium better than I do, and I can't deny that it's a great medium 
and the best way to get our word out. I feel like I should tweet right now that you're going off about Twitter. I hate it. <laughs> I, I will give my, hear my analysis of Twitter. My, my meme analysis about Twitter. Yes. So, very important. In the Odyssey, when Odysseus goes down into Hades, he describes the souls of the dead as twittering like birds that the souls of the dead sound like birds <laughs> so and it kind of and i i love you know the david bowie song we are the dead yes we are the dead all of us now like we are in this post truth it's just thousands of uh of screeching birds that's all that's left I feel that there are people that get a lot of joy at it. Like, I feel like it's a matter of perspective when it comes to social media. Like, I'm looking at it the wrong way. There are a lot of people that get a lot of joy out of that. They have friends. They meet people. They they learn new things through this medium. And I'm just being a dick and an old man. And I'm being, and I'm just like, I don't like the way it's set up. <laughs> like I feel like my dad when he complains that the the email is on the bottom instead of the top. You know, like, you know, I think it's, I think that's an element we didn't get into the last time. Is that I'm like very conservative about the internet. I am not a big purporter of like, oh, we need to go faster. We need better stuff. Like, um, I was actually, here's my, here's one of my this week's thoughts. Do you know about the, um, like, not, what's it called? The, what's the word for, a oh, posture. The injury in posture of the dowager's hump. When somebody is kind of like that. Yeah, they slouch. They, they slouch. This is something that is huge in people that work at a desk on a computer yeah. and kids that are on the phone. That is not merely a physical problem. It's not because of. Oh, you have to look down and go on the computer. There's more to it than that. This go. There's a, one of my favorite philosophers, Bataille, talks about the asaphal, which is the headless. The idea that the, the drive and the willpower of the sexual entity of a person is headless. That the ego has a head. And people, and you'll see this, profile pictures are often just cut off heads. We are literally becoming talking heads. And so that injury, the dowager's hump, is literally an attempt of the head over-influenced by media to separate itself from the body. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. That's, uh... I feel that's a little too deep for me. <laughs> well, look at... Like, here's another example. You know gray aliens? Yeah. I love that shit, bro. they got bro. big heads? Alien, aliens are sick, bro. You know how people think that they are humans from the future? Uh, yes, I've heard this. I know I'll, if you want to talk about aliens, if you want to go down that road, this is going to be a whole different podcast. All right. <laughs> I'm just using it as an example. But yeah, yeah. That gray aliens are humans from the future. Yeah. Over and that's a theory. Technology. So their heads are big and their bodies are small. There's also a theory that they're 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 symbiotes. They're like they're robots sent by us. Mm, you know, that's the shaver. But do you see what I mean? We look when we look at people or look at entities that are too technological. They have big heads and small bodies. Okay, that's the point. I see what you're saying. That was a, be- a good way to analyze it. So I want to get into what I'm most excited about, and that's the actual analyzing of memes. Are you ready for this? Uh, this is what I'm most excited about. Does anyone else want to go first? Because I have a bunch, and I want, and I know Sarah's got some. I mean, I have a meme page. I know you do, and I basically, we are a meme page. So, so I'm like, so you have two, all right? Okay. 
Um, but I, I mean, I have over 6,000 memes because <laughs> to save memory. So this is like one of the first ones. Right, I like... Pick some of your favorites, too. I, wanna, I really I, like that one, though. Okay. Especially like what it's like entitled. Oh, I like it. I know, this is a really funny one, actually. This All right, can one. I see it? Can we yeah. see it? It is, it is Abbey Road. Road. All right, so we're going to describe it first, yeah. right? Abbey Road, but Drake and Josh are hitting Paul McCartney. Yes. Barefoot Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, you know. The, send me these for uh, the, this movie. Okay. The, the dead Paul. And I'm, I'm like really interested in conspiracies as a source of uh, analysis, just like memes are. Like conspiracy theories function in the same way that they tell us a lot about a person because they share it. I wonder. They believe it. I totally agree with you. And I think that that I, so I really enjoy memes that are also conspiracies like the Area 51 I did a whole video about that and went a bit into why conspiracy theories exist so that one the idea of Paul being dead I love it it's such an important conspiracy um, and I the way that I put it is there are two ends of the spectrum so y'all know Sgt. Pepper right. and how Carl Young is on the cover Right. Yes. Now, Young's idea of persona is what led to Sgt. Pepper. Like, they're no longer the Beatles. They're Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club band. So, okay. And he, and Paul says, I am, you know, uh, I'm Billy Shears. He's no longer Paul McCartney in persona. The mindset of that time period could not handle that. They could not think, what? He says he's somebody else. That means he's dead. But a decade later, Bowie has a billion different personas. And we can accept it. It's one of my one of my favorite things about Bowie. But when he dies, everybody's like, "No, just part of the act. It's just one of the. It's just the other persona." So you get the very beginning where a persona means the person's fully dead, and the very end where somebody who lives by persona can't die. <laughs> Damn, bro. But I'll f- finish with Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh is good. I think it adds to the ridiculousness of the situation, like yeah. the kind of implausibility of Paul being dead. So, and there's there's even a conspiracy about Dan Schneider, creator of Drake and Josh. It's not a conspiracy. He's actually a rapist. Is he? Yeah. I know really? pe- I know people that worked for Nickelodeon. Uh, it's funny. Drake Bell was just at my girlfriend's work at uh, House of Independence. He did a solo show. He was a wonderful person. It was very, very nice to meet. He did not speak highly of uh, the other guy, Josh. Um, Our good friend, Josh, uh, we refer to him as Josh Jerk, but Josh's real name is Josh Peck, the the character on uh, Drake Drake and Josh. And um, he, we always joked about it. So when Drake Bell was there, we were like, dude, you got to come here and meet him. So he walked up to him and he goes... This is my license. This is my my social security. Here's my like. I think he had uh, an insurance card or, or his credit card too. And he showed him all that. And he looks at him. He goes, "Brother!" And there's like a video of them hugging. That's and great. he made several like jokes about like not liking or just liking Josh, our friend, more than the the actual Josh. And we were like, "Huh? It doesn't sound like you're joking." You know, like, I, it's. I think it's a really it's it's something really important. People that are forced to spend a lot of time together and act like they like each other. They also are children. Always hate each other. Always. Really, that's unfortunate. I I mean, and this is this is the same way. Like, people that have this public persona will always be the opposite in real life. 
Huh. That's it. He was really great. He was a wonderful guy. He did really some great covers. I expected it to kind of be hokey, but I went over there to see my girlfriend at the, the that night for something quick, and he ended up being like a really sweet guy. He took a photo, like a hard style photo with her. They, like, he was super nice. Dude was ripped, too. Motherfucker was caught, okay? <laughs> oh, uh, here comes Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Bukaki, everyone. Hey, yeah, hey, what's up, Kyle's everybody? Here. He's got some pizza with him and everything, man. Luigi's my boy. Yeah, oh, shit. All right. Food day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're doing everybody. this podcast right now. So, oh. so uh, I want to show you a meme, too. Uh, yeah, if Kyle, if you got some ready too, pull pull them, whip them shits out. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna be giving you the phone. The phone is also recording us. So, so. all right, so it says, or all right, it is a a Halloween costume of a punk. It says instant punk set, and it says move to Asbury Park starter pack. I made this meme. I like it. I like it. It's, it's a good one. I think that. The starter pack memes are very funny because they are also they're reflective they're reflective of a kind of archetype but a very loose one more like a stereotype and they're just endlessly funny because stereotypes are endlessly funny and they're not they're not just funny they're not just um, people always. A lot of a lot is said for the harmfulness of the stereotype, but I would say almost all humor is based upon a stereotype. Freud's idea is basically that you have an expectation and a joke uh, disrupts it. So you and in the same way, sometimes the joke can be the fulfillment of the expectation, making it even funnier because it's subverting the joke. This one. Uh, what is it? If you're done, yes, this is the next one I'd love to show you, and then we'll go, we'll go on to someone else. So this is another one made by me. You'll know it from the the, the Instagram if you're if you're a listener. I do not know. Um, you're not familiar with Naruto? No, not enough to analyze. Can I explain? Can uh, yes, yes. Can I explain it and yes. try to try yes. to explain it better to you? Uh, it's a, it's a it's a sliced image. On the top are a bunch of um, leaf ninjas from the the village hidden in the leaf that are the main characters of Naruto, and then on the bottom are a bunch of sand ninja from the sand village uh, hidden in the sand, and both of these villages are in a sense rivals, but also in a sense allies. Uh, they all, both come from like similar n- nations and, but they have like different styles and different like ways about them, but they're all ninja. They're all shinobi. And that was, I guess my, I, I guess I'm analyzing it now. Yeah, that was uh, I, I, I guess I'm analyzing now, but I, what I wrote above it was I wrote that the leaf shinobi, uh, were Asbury punk that referring to this area. And I wrote that the, uh, San Shinobi were uh, Hub City Hardcore, that is New Brunswick, uh, kind of saying that they those guys kind of remind me of San Shinobi and their mentalities, and we kind of remind us of Leaf Shinobi. Like I felt like Asbury is a place that a lot of people pay a lot of attention to, regardless of how great we are or anything. It just we get a lot more attention than the than the the other the other villages in a sense, and I feel that the Naruto show is a wonderful metaphor for for. New Jersey punk rock hardcore ska. 
Interesting. I guess is the best way to put that. Now somebody else show him I, a meme because my more want to know what that I, did not go well. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm not a huge nerd, so uh, I don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> I, I more want to know why I find this funny. All right, so like, describe for us if you would. Can what I you see? see? Yes. Whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you always provide the pornographic ones. <laughs> so, they yeah, are weirdly sexual. Me, they right? always have a weird sexual thing, and his girlfriend seems so nice. And I always, not, I always see her, and I feel so bad. No, I'm it's, like, it's <laughs> not a kink thing, really. I'm, I'm not into like <laughs> stuff. I'm like, she seems so nice. What is she? <laughs> it's like, what is he doing to her? Do you know what they're? Do you know what they're holding? It looks like maybe like gas masks. I don't if know. I'd imagine, I okay. don't know. It just okay. seems like <laughs> they look like they're in suits. Of yeah, piss. yeah. I think you're right. I think they are. You are. Yes, it is. Two people in latex suits with goggles holding gas masks, and the suits say "piss." In a nice font. Twice. Impact. They say "piss" twice. One across the chest, and one above the genitals. Ah. So, as in, they're peeing in there. I, I, th- I think I think it could be that they are in they a suit fill. of piss, or they fill them. So I think it's also that they can because it's it's got a zipper. They can unzip it and piss onto somebody. But I think that um, wow, this is going to be hard for you. So we have we have what's it called? There's a good um, one of my favorite piss memes is Shadow the Hedgehog, and it says pee your pants, <laughs> and it's just that. And then I don't know if you guys know uh, Anton Lavey, the Satanist. Yeah. He his his favorite fetish, his sexual obsession, was with um, forcing girls to piss themselves in public. Piss has two aspects. One is the Freudian masculine aspect, which is that you you can piss and put out a fire. It's like masculine prowess. Okay. The other end is the inability to control your own piss and to piss yourself or to wet your bed. It is. It's it's the opposite. It's one is power over fire, and so being masculine. The other is someone having power over you to make you piss yourself. I've always looked at <laughs> bodily fluids in Satanism as you some kind of passing of power. Absolutely. Like that's how I like that's how I look at my Satanism. Like I don't practice in like the piss come blood shit. <laughs> but uh but I always looked at those teachings as like a passing of power. It's all sex magic anyway. Yeah, I mean all, that's, all I magic mean, is sex magic. I, do you think it's all sex I don't think chaos magic is sex magic. I think that Yeah, it is. I think that Satanism in Satanism in the sense of what's his name? I'm sorry. The, the what? Levee. Levee's version of Satanism is sex magic. That's all it is. It's sex magic. Modern day Satanism, like Church of Temple Satanism, is like a hilarious atheist. And, and um, I and I find that boring. You, do, atheism, you know, I think that I think it's radical. I think atheism is really boring. I don't, but that's why Satanism, modern day Satanism, is. Is not boring. See, it's my. But it's, they they give up on the morality, or the anti morality of Levee, which is the exciting. Part. No, we. But but they have a morality. We have we have oh we have rules like we have ohms of like ways to live, and that is a religion. There isn't where there is no deity. It's just this sense of following these laws and these 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 ways of living that we feel 
you are guaranteed to have a better life. And if you look at those ohms, you can't tell me that following those ohms, you won't have a better life. Give me an example of one. Uh, what is it? To never hurt or force yourself upon or force anyone into anything. I can pull, I can that is, pull but, them up. But let's, well, focus, let's just focus on that one. Let's just focus on that one for now. Yeah. That is boring Satanism. Satanism is all about going against Christianity. Christianity is all about doing that. If you are going to establish an occult order, even if purely superficially, it must be anti-Christian. I think that I think that it is anti-Christian in today's society. I think that what Christianity is, regardless of how it comes or make up, is a world. It, it is this misguided uh, idea of being a good person when really it's the total opposite. Because they're not being good. Because they're doing it to get a reward. I'm a good person because I think it's a good thing to do. It just makes me feel... I don't even really well, get that I, that's, that's, that's just Kantian. Honest, it's Kantian, it's, and I it, disagree with Kant. What do you mean? Like, you're talking about the categorical imperative of being good for goodness' sake. I don't believe in good. I don't think that what we need other, to move beyond good and evil. I, I, I understand what you mean, but in this greater sense of I do things that people consider good or nice things, not to be considered nice or good. I, know, I, I do understand. them in that concept of because I feel that the world should be this way and they make me happy and make the people around me happy. And I think that those are the... Oh, and I think that the, the Christianity in its moral teaches you the total opposite it says do these things for an reward and that reward is heaven or being looked upon as a good person that i get and i feel that that's crowley i like crowley's morality which you know do what thou wilt and love is the law but even that is misinterpreted people don't know what love means to crowley it's just dry i i you know i might be mis exact quoting their exact uh, odoms because i'm not saying them word for word but i could pull them up if we needed to no that's all right but like, yeah, yeah not to get po- like, too much off track I, I i i think that saying something like atheism is boring uh well you know maybe reality is boring dude i'm no. so, i'm sorry that i don't like, think so i think reality like, is extraordinary it is extraordinary so what's so boring about it just being us what i'm saying is Atheism, and this is Crowley's point, atheism is morally boring. I'm interested in... How is it morally boring? I'm saying that my morals come inherently. Being a good person is boring. Being a bad person is boring. Moving beyond good and evil and beyond the moral conundrums that have plagued people for the past few thousand years, that's what's exciting. Moving into pure action, pure willed action... And moving beyond the question, am I, is what I'm doing right? Is what I'm doing wrong? Merely, is what I'm doing strong or is what I'm doing weak? That is the question that Nietzsche raises. Fuck, that's so that sick. Schopenhauer raises yeah. the question that Crowley raises. I, 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 I see what you're saying, but I, I, I think that there is something to be said about like taking an objective look at a human being and saying like these, per- like I don't, ag- I agree with you. Not all anyone's actions are good or bad or, like, right or wrong. But in at the end of the day, we're going to have to put a seal on what kind of person you were and how do you want to be remembered. And that's going to be good or bad. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that there's something wrong with somebody saying at the end of the day, like, this person lived their life, they did it the way they wanted to do, and they ended up being a good person and contributing to the world in a greater way. I don't know. You look at people like Vlad the Impaler or Alexander, and they're great. I look at people like Pokemon cards. I'm going to collect them all. But there are people who were, who were, as you would say, objectively bad people, but great 
people. I see what you're saying in that sense. Like they, they are, they're grand human beings. But I think that in this, in the same sense, if we can figure out what makes those people grand, we can turn those attributes about a human being that makes them grand and, and, and model those human beings to do better things for society and themselves without forcing them. But I don't, I don't think that we should support society. I think I am you a staunch we, you individualist. You think we should have supervillains. You think that we should just have yes. an occasional person that fucks shit up. Yeah. And, 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 that, and then have that counterbalance. Absolutely. There's okay, no I'm pay- cool with that too. Absolutely. I'm cool with that if you're done, if you're okay with me being that person. Yeah. We because need- I will fuck your day <laughs> There's no way with that <laughs> There needs of. to be a dialectic of power. You can't. I'm fully okay with that, like what you're saying. I'm, I I actually hope that's how it is more so. I th- I'm like the point. That's the great point of Nietzsche and Freud is that we can scientifically observe that this is the function of reality, a series of energetic. So you dialectics. need like a Hitler or Trump every once in a while. Absolutely. Okay, I like that. I'm and okay if you that. have more of them, things get better faster. I like that. I yeah. like it in the fact that you that there's gonna be this hero or hero-like people that rise above that. Yes. Or or that's the initiative that gives those people that drive. Yes. I'm okay with it that way, only if that scenario works out that I don't but know. But it does. Goes. We can Do look you, at the dialectic. Does it? Because they killed a lot of people before somebody stopped them. But look at the, di- <laughs> the dialectic in motion. You can look at it but through history. But wouldn't it be better if we could prevent that? Or, like, we're never going to fix all the problems. And, we're gonna and get- do nothing? But we'll raise new problems. We'll fuck up sometimes and make like a super Hitler. Well, you see, (laughs) what Nietzsche's nightmare is, is the last man, which is the man that no longer um, can despise himself, the man that can no longer reach beyond what he has, which is to say can no longer murder, can no longer love. And that that is kind of the modern ideal. The atheist ideal is the equality and purity of humanity purifying them out of the cancerous violence and cancerous passion. I think that's the direction we're going. I don't think so. I think that we're I getting think you're more be, passionate. I, I think our ancestors will be sitting in a room flipping discs into their robot brains to f- experience different things. I think, and there that is one of the potentials. There's two. If we can move consciousness, I don't think we can. I think we're just going to have to fix the body. Nick Land has two ideas. There's either going to be there's going to be transhumanism. People won't be left. I don't think that can work. Which is, but no, that's what you're describing. It will be the destruction of the body for the sake of technology. I think that you will have to, I think that we're going to learn in the next hundred years that you can fix the brain. And then the other is tribalism with guns. So we're going to return to primitive violence. All right, I'm ready for that. Yeah, let's, no. let's get the Sarah's memes and everybody else's. Yes. Oh, that's Plus. a good one. Show him that. <laughs> oh, that's well. Let me see this. <laughs> all right, all oh, right. Wow. Interesting. And okay, you know, I like I like this one too. We have Darth Vader on a Segway, and a painting of a cowboy, <laughs> even him trying saying. to lasso him. So this is a great one. I think that it's really interesting. I think it is a commentary on Disney and a commentary on the new Star Wars movies. <laughs> Disney is like this this kind of painted cowboy attempting to lasso. Something that really objectively should be easy to lasso. <laughs> Darth, Darth Vader on a Segway is kind of underpowered. Darth Vader, Darth Vader walking is going to be more powerful. Like oh the Segway is a limit. Yeah. So, 
How is it that Disney, with all of its fucking money, has fucked up Star Wars? Oh, man. How did they ruin Star Wars so bad? <laughs> like, no, it's just got personal. <laughs> <laughs> we got... Uh, He's pulling out the Star Wars shit. Yeah. All right. Somebody else show him a meme. Uh, this is right. more of a video. and also It's maybe... a meme video? It's a good one. It's what the fuck's up, Denny's. <laughs> it's one of my favorite meme videos. I have. All right. I've never seen that. All right, yeah, so, so that's the meme. All right, that's a good one, too. So, and this is kind of our own time, like what we talked about the last show, like, uh... DIY show in grandma's basement. Right, yeah, exactly. DIY, <laughs> DIY show in the on the patio. Right. DIY show at the church. Like I think that's the great spirit and the madness of music. And I think that really did anyone watch the Joker? I'm not gonna really spoil it. I haven't no, seen, I haven't it, seen yet, it yet, but yeah, you can ruin it, it. I don't care. Music I, mean, I kinda care. I haven't seen well, he it. Cares. Music can strike anywhere. That's how I'll put it. Okay. Music and the beauty and chaos of it is more powerful than the limited structures. Denny's is weak. <laughs> <laughs> and DIY, DIY is strong. Oh, shit. <laughs> I will Damn. say. Damn. Yo, for real. Fuck. That was hard as fuck. Dude, Somebody that was so hard as fuck, dude. Fucking A. Does anyone else have anything else? I have a question now. Yes. So, I saw you did one on Garfield. Do you think that cartoons are considered memes? Are they like a separate genre? All right, great. Because I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about Felix. So Felix is punk as fuck. Let's, Garfield's a fucking corporate poser. Let's put the focus. <laughs> let's put the focus on cartoons for a sec. So super, super important about Garfield and about cartoons. I don't know when I talked about this, but in one of my videos, I said like. And this is before these pay, they, or maybe uh, it's just become more popular. I said one day, every frame of a cartoon will be a meme, and we have pages yeah, like literally. every frame of SpongeBob, <laughs> and each one that week kind of, or each one that day can become a meme. People are making memes of literally every single frame of a cartoon. Yeah. So cartoons, in a way, lend themselves to the format. But even more important, we need to look at the etymology of the word animation which is from anima, which is Latin for soul. So it's imbuing a soul into an object. And that is, in essence, my, my meme analysis, is that a meme, we imbue it with soul. We imbue it with drive and energy. And cartoons are a look at an image imbued with so much energy. Um, but we also have to look at the inhuman element and the um, exaggerated element in cartoons. Have you watched Crumb? Yes. The most brilliant movie. Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. If you want to understand a lot of the fetishists today, if you want to understand a yeah. lot of the really like fucked up people. He's a wonderful artist. Furries. Yeah. Um, if you want to understand movie. furries, you want to understand uh, all the people that masturbate to cartoon characters like we talked about with Billy and Mandy, you, <laughs> you must watch Crumb. You must watch no, I've Crumb. Seen it. I know what you mean. And you must understand cartoons because they're more than... Oh, it's kid stuff. It's not. It's 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 modern day cave drawings like moving. You know, it's like it's that element of showing society. And know? and I think what I find a lot of kids either have a degree of autism and relate more to cartoons, or a child that's sheltered will develop autistic tendencies through being exposed only to media rather than having uh, constant socialization. So 
the the cartoons inform their sexuality in a great deal. Like some of the most popular pornography is cartoon pornography, and I think nobody's paying attention to it. Nobody oh. cares. Hmm. I had another one to go with that. I was go actually talking about like five, like drawing cartoons. All right. <laughs> if anybody else has any other ones, pull them up. That's one of my yeah. favorite ones. Too. This so we got a we got a boomer a boomer image. This is a newspaper comic, and it says, "Automatic transmission is nice, but I still prefer driving a stick." And it's two witches in a floating car. <laughs> so it's good because it's a subversion of the usual boomer meme, which is yep, man, man, manual good, automatic bad, <laughs> yep, like, um, but it's the play on stick, and I think it's also good because it's play on the masculinity of driving a car because I think supposedly driving stick is masculine. And so it kind of shows like, oh, witches are being, are, are capable of um, existing within that discourse of like, yep, stick. stick. I drive stick, so. Cool. <laughs> is, is that the phallus? Yeah, the stick is the phallus. <laughs> and and the, the, the witch's broomstick is literally the phallus, even more so. <laughs> <laughs> Even a stronger phallus. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Ed's got phallic. one. It looks like. Wait, yeah, I'm just pulling it up. He's pulling it up. Talk some. Talk about something while I do it. I don't know. I'm. I'm talking about your shirt that says "fuck white people." Fucking white people. Fucking white people. It says it like I like how it says like yeah. You didn't know what I'm talking. All right. About. I guess this is a subpar all meme. Right. Is the subpar meme. Right. And then show them uh, if you... It is a group of angry punks, un- punk boomers, and you. Yes, and And me. it says, when your mom takes away your best porno mag. Is it in reference to something? Uh, is it a song? Oh, wait. No. Who made this? That was at the Fear show, I believe. Did I well, make that? Well, the Jimmy yeah. Oh, did I make that meme? I believe so. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? I, I have something. Okay. Maybe... Cool. This is a long one, a long shot, not a long analysis. But the boomers in the audience are the only ones who would be u- using porn magazines. Nobody uses magazines today. Yeah. So right. it's kind of this expression, like just as the band. I don't know. Is, is I that guess an old, old band or not? What, what was that? Is it an older guy? Is it like an, a band of older people? Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's it was that an way. older band. Uh, I think it was uh, GBH, right, or something. Right. Like that. Yeah, GBH. So yeah. in a way, you can't be in that time, mm-hmm. like. We will never return to that period when porn mags were all that one had. So yeah. I think it's <laughs> much, much like the aging scene. Yeah. I got uh, I got one of the top pick from my folder of death. Folder of death, <laughs> let's go. And, then I, uh, and the, I, I can attest to this being done. totally real. This is this isn't parked in a gas station outside of my hometown. It's ah. it's a it's kind of like this. Well, describe it. All right, I get. All right, I'll, it's I'll a, describe, are you yeah. want me to, or do you want? Well, it's I don't know. It's a it's a lifted like monster trucky kind of old Ford Econa line, and it's it's got like these like headlamps on top of it, and it's got like a bug catcher or bug shield or whatever. What? On the what? I gotta says, see this. Wait, what? That says breastfed two, <laughs> which, which would imply that, that there was it would imply that there's a breastfed one. <laughs> Which I can only imagine the monstrosity that that had to be. So wow, I don't I don't know if maybe you want to. I throw like some how he's mesmerized by your memes, and I he's like, it. "These are memes." I'm just horrified. <laughs> so, all right. So, this is a little bit of a spoiler. Has anybody read the boys? The comic? yeah, 
Okay. Uh, the comic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're So, you know, Mother's Milk. Yes. And he's like the really tough guy, but he needs breast milk to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> that is that truck. The, and I think that this is this is the real truth. And in a way, <laughs> this is the most masculine masculinity. Like in a way, the 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 male who's like, yeah, I fucking love my mom. The, I don't have a mom, so I don't even know what it's like. I know but, what that's like. I know so the it's not like thing. I don't know. I mean, I know her. <laughs> Say, but. I think that's what it comes down to. It's like this masculine, like, embrace. It's got the skull right next to it. Like, <laughs> I love my mom. <laughs> I love my mother's breasts, even more importantly. I'm not afraid of incest. I'm going to fucking violate the taboo. That's right. <laughs> it's a hell of a taboo to violate. All right. So anyone else? Let's go. Uh, Let's do yes, two or three more. I can more. kind of relate to this one. I know Sarah's got, like, a jack full of I, f- I felt this oh. one, for sure. Yeah, um, totally. You showing them? I don't yeah. know what this... I don't know what the guy's name is. It's from some 90s sitcom. Is that Ross? Oh, yeah. That's uh, from or, Friends. Is it, Yo, is it, it's an image yeah. from Friends. Who, what's his name? It's Joey pointing okay. at Joey on the screen. On the or, screen. It yes. says, hardcore kids, when they see a photo of themselves in a crowd. I'm totally <laughs> that kid. Totally I, I feel that, that, too. I'm I, like, look at me. I'm in the video. I, I think you that. sent me I that meme or showed my, it. I showed it to my dad, and he's like, you do it all the time. I'm like, no, you do it more than I do. Because I showed him a page of like <laughs> old shows, and he was going through them looking for himself. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. All right. Adam, that is Eve. You are to love her always. Okay. But who's that? Oh, that's just Betty White. She was here when I got here. And it's like a very... I don't, I'm trying to think of how to describe this one. It's There's the degree of MS Paint because it's in the MS Paint font. And it's not photoshopped Sarah's well. Sarah's over here just laughing. But it's, it's also... It, I don't know how to put it. It kind of reminds me of like foreign memes. It feels maybe not like an American meme. Okay. Um... But I think it's generally like it's a relatable meme. Like, yeah, Betty White. You know, Betty White is older than sliced bread. Literally, wow. yeah, she is older than sliced bread. How old bread. is she? I don't know. Because my grandfather's nine. He's going to be ninety nine in a month or two. So I don't know. But I think <laughs> maybe he's older too. It kind of comes down to it's it's a it's a much more direct joke with a punchline. <laughs> like I've talked about the structure of jokes being top text, bottom text, and joke punchline. And that kind of tells the joke using dialogue and imagery. But um, I think that that one is essentially relatable because it's an it's a easy-to-grasp joke. Do we have uh, any more memes for the young man before we move on to our ending questions and stuff? I can go back in the folder. I don't know. Do you want to just go through the folder and, and try and pick one? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go through. Do I think it's all this weird disturbing. We'll go into our ending questions. All right. Right. Scroll up. I, have too many to look through. I, I, I know you at least okay. got one okay. more that you want to put up. You know, if anything jumps out, you're welcome to it. All He's right. going through the meme. Also, right I will now. respect if nothing does jump out because nothing's formally a meme in that folder. Everything's right. just kind of weird, disturbing. All right, we're going. We're going with one. We're going with home generators powered by cum, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're going yes. with, with Pluto with Pluto eating or trying to eat from a gumball machine, but it says cum. <laughs> So, <laughs> I saw this one. <laughs> he has to show everyone. Um, <laughs> and then, if you're not familiar, with it, oh, that's great. That's actually. great. I love the generator one because this is kind of 
this is the that's a great exp- could you actually send that to me? <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's an expression of the what we were talking about the energy the the motor of history is come. <laughs> super villains or what's it called to god or not. I've always just wanted to be a Instagram. super villain. Just been my main dream since I was eight. Remember, but. <laughs> but it's it's over time history moves and it, it's it's like spiders and like erections it needs to be filled up with energy with blood or with cum and it it strengthens and moves history like history is a series of flaccid penises followed by a great erection only to be flaccid again again and again and again and again and that expresses it perfectly the okay. sexual engine of time and history all right, let's do one more before we move on to ending questions. Remarkable. Uh, I know, Sarah. I know you got one more for I us. I have so many. I know. <laughs> just, uh, just go with your heart. <laughs> go with my heart. Yeah, so follow, much. follow your heart. Kind of the same yes. format as the last one. So this is okay. It's Barbie dolls. I think it's, it's in a waiting room. Barbie dolls in a waiting room. A nurse coming out and says. In order to follow privacy requirements, we can't call our patients by their name. The lady with hemorrhoids, please come in. (laughs) (laughs) That's another boomer. It's a boomer meme in a lot of ways. Like, because the hemorrhoids, they are the boomer, the boomer illness, the boomer topic. The waiting room is the location of the boomer joke. Because boomers are going to the doctor all the time. But they're old. So I do. I think it's. I think it's. A, it's a. It's a relatable meme, but I think it's. It's a double one because it has Barbie dolls instead of cartoon characters. So I think it's this expression like "you're a fake." Boomers are not real people. Boomers are like, you know, <laughs> corporate entities who live based on these illusions that they were in that they inherited from TV, and that. These these vague jokes are what keep them going. Newspapers like, yeah, phone is bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna move on to our final questions now. Uh, what is it? Before we finish off, we always ask some uh, of our final questions at the end of the podcast. I'm gonna start with mine. That is the like number one question we always ask people. What three fictional characters? Do you most recognize with and which one do you want to be the most fictional or, or just cartoon? fictional okay. in any sense let me think if I could be one fictional character stumps people it's a really tough one Did you? I usually get, start off with like just fictional <laughs> characters you most recognize with I'd be God Okay. <laughs> That's a great character. Why has no one said that yet? Holy wow, shit. he answered that fast. Wow, Fucking yeah. awesome. The fictional character that I'd be. Um, I like you. Right. So, then, God, are we even going to say anything? <laughs> You're never going to ask that question again. After Jesus, oh the Holy <laughs> Spirit? No. We're done. There's that question right now. And let me think. Um, ones I relate, oh, we already talked about the ones I relate to, but I'll go with, I'll go with, like, early, or, you know, cartoon characters that, like, yeah, like, Raven from Teen Titans. Okay. I liked Raven from Teen Titans a lot, because I was edgy and got I like her, too. Uh, super uh, sick. Have yeah. you seen my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, that'll help. Cartoon <laughs> characters. Noises, noises, noises. <laughs> noises, noises, noises. That's what, that's, that's what you got to think, noises. Because people are listening. They yeah. want to hear They want to hear the noise. They don't want to be like, hmm, he's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we need the little cartoon bubble to show that. We I'm need thinking. a... Yes, yes. Oh, John Constantine. Oh. Good answer, man. That's an all religious answers. <laughs> I love John Constantine. John Constantine, sorry, the British one or yeah, the or yeah. the yeah, you like the British one? Yeah. I like the British one better too. No offense to uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu, you're God and everything, but except for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think maybe like We'll go with another religious one. Maybe like an... Or not... Oh, no. That's who I'd want to be. Never mind. Uh, who I relate to. Damn. He didn't want to tell us that one. <laughs> no, I'll go... No, then I'll go the other end. I'd want to be like L. Ron Hubbard. Ooh. I, I, that's I, a good answer. I, like... like and I, you I, may, you I want to like make that asshole. money and I sound like an asshole, but... It's not an asshole answer because that guy got everything he wanted just in his own asshole way. I, like, <laughs> I read... Like, I read... I read Going Clear and I read... Or no, I watched uh, the master, and uh, people and people that are my friends who watch it are like, he reminds me of you. It's like, okay, <laughs> like I just like how he's like, I want money, bro, but I don't want to give anybody else the money. Like mm-hmm. when I buy things or like taxes, he kept and it shit. all in cash. Yeah, in his room. Yeah, he's so. I just like that's what he wanted to do, and that's and he what did he did. It. And like most, most. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, cult leaders. They just want to get their dick sucked in like a weird mm-hmm. place. He didn't even want that. You know, he kind of wanted that, too. <laughs> you know, he, he, but, he, like, he kinda... taught, he'd been taught by Aleister Crowley. Yeah, uh, really? He was, he was utilizing Thelema to make Scientology. So, and I don't, because I don't think, I, th- I don't think Scientology is all bullshit. In fact, I think it's mostly true. I think Scientology... I think it's a crazy person trying to self-diagnose themselves. Absolutely. And that's a good, yeah. It's a metaphor for the truth. It's not that, like, I I feel for him because he clearly was mentally ill. I don't feel for him where it came... Like, when it comes to mental illness, it's not your fault, it's your responsibility. And, like, that's... Ex- he's, he's a grand example of that. Like, it's not his fault that he's ill like that. Or, and it's also totally understandable that you don't want people to call you crazy or, like, to give you medicine, especially at the time period where he lived. But, but like, to do what he did... It is still wrong. But let's take opinion. it outside of the moral realm. He made the fastest growing religion of the 20th century. He made that, the second American religion. That is grandiose. I hate religion. So he, you're talking to the wrong person. I, no, no, no. It, it's not a question of it being good or bad, but it's powerful, isn't mm. it? Oh, yes. It, it's insanely powerful. And like so, if, you're go, if you're going on that old style of Satanism where it's like power and control and stuff like that, I see what you're saying. I just don't like obsessing over those things. I feel that they misguide you as a human being. They misguide the, the true agenda. I don't want to hurt people to get what I want done. I want to get what I want done. and every, I don't want people to bow. I want them to cheer in victory. But that is the, the most dangerous kind of power. It's much more. It's much easier to beat people into submission because they will yeah, be. Yeah, because you're a pussy able, and you don't know how to really be, do power. But it's good for the people because they'll overcome it. If you're soft, if it's soft tyranny, and this it's is not what, tyranny though. But it's here's not. but and th- this is this is something that one of the great modern philosophers Slavo Shisha talks about is how like in the old days, your 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 dad's like, all right, we're going to visit grandma, and you don't want to. It's like too fucking bad. You're coming. Now it's like, 
you know, we're going to go visit grandma this week. She'd really like it if you came. Like, it's 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 the good thing to do. You're more likely to do what they want you to because it feels like the good thing. That is soft tyranny. And it's a way of being like, oh, but you should really do the right thing, even if it's not what you want. That is the most harmful thing because it's impossible to overcome. Even if you're doing what you know to be like, this is the right thing. This is what I have to do. You're still going to be like, oh, but I'm doing the wrong thing to my friends and family. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. You need to do what's right for you at all times. Not at all times. Because there's a better. you can better your society and better your life at the same time. I agree. But I think that being a great person makes other people great. You can... They will... Be inspired and do great things as well. I see what you're saying, but I don't. I I, I think that soft your 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 version of soft tyranny more inspires people more than that that hard tyranny. I see. It, but it, what it's, about it's the, only the huge groups metaphor. of people who don't want to do what the soft tyrant wants? I think that there's a that that's the hard, that's the the hard truth of tr- being that person is convincing those people, giving them the initiative they need to do the right thing without forcing them to do it. But it's a much easier thing to hit somebody. It's a much harder to convince them that this is the right thing for all of us. But don't you think that in a way, and here's another, another illusion. Um, it's oftentimes colonial governments that become soft tyrants. Like it's governments that were once hard tyrants and beat people down and then had a big switch, but it was only for PR and like, no, we're good now. You can't guilt us. Like, just like the fucking white people. Like, right. what do you mean? Like, <laughs> what do you mean it was a hundred years ago that I was like killing your people in mass? We are good people now. <laughs> you can't hold it against us. Whereas the people who nowadays start off as soft tyrants, they never make it because they don't have the manpower. So in a way you resign yourself to failure. Whereas if you start out hard, you can have... Like, we have to look at the Donald not as a moral figure, but as a figure who took a stagnant political system and brought chaos and huge levels of involvement in a way that has never been seen before, and he very well might have disrupted the entire American democratic system. I don't care whether... I think I see what you're saying. I don't think it's necessarily good or bad, but it's like, wow... One dude did this. Mm. I I truly believe in that that what you just said right there. I truly believe all it takes is one person. I that's my big and, message. And, that, and if that's your main message, that's the main message I've always portrayed on this podcast. My favorite movie in the world is It's a Wonderful Life, and I feel like that's the main message in that movie. Is all it took. There was a lot of bad people and a lot of people that were misguided or mis or fortunate in that movie, but it just took this one dude not doing what he wanted and sacrificing for every else because he felt morally inclined not because someone forced and him. i don't think that morals are a bad inspiration either i'm not i'm just saying i care about in his cir- circumstance it wasn't a soft tyranny or a hard tyranny it was his own and that's the most exactly. like nietzsche says that christ himself was a free thinker yeah even I though we've, saying, we've though. taken his morals and made them restrictive Dude, we're gonna be talking for fucking ever if I continue this because I love you. Uh, do you have Do you have another question for him before we we before we go into our last notes and end this? Right. Yes, I do have a question, uh, Christian, the meme analyst. What is your biggest pet peeve? Like I said before, I was knowing when people are lying to you, but I'll do a new one now. Okay. 
Because we might have asked you this on Ed Advice. I didn't know. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't remember. People that put on a show but don't uh, follow up, don't act. Because it's just something I do that I that annoys me. Is like I talk a lot and I'll make a, a show of something, but if I don't have the right feeling and I don't have the right people supporting me, it won't happen. And so and I can't stand it when like a person um, does that to me. Like I get the song and dance, but I, if I try to help them, like I get fucked over. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So let's go into our ending notes. Uh, what is it? Uh, before we end, I want to tell people again where they can find you. You want to say your Instagram and your like YouTube page and all that stuff again? The God Disc on Instagram. That's disc with a K. And then meme analysis on YouTube. All right. Do you have any like live events coming up or any other things we can plug? Um, you know, not any immediately. I can't think of anything that's happening. Oh, I, I'm, I don't know. Here's one. It's not, it's not really meme analysis, but anything. I'm going to be performing with my friend, Julia Forsyth. We are going to be doing songs from the white album. Okay. On the 50th anniversary of the white album. Oh, cool. Where? At the Atlantic Islands Arts Council. Oh, cool. On November 22nd. All right. Send us any information you need about it. We'll help promote it in any way we can. Uh, does anybody else have anything else they'd like to add before I do any updates or anything? Memes are great. Don't shit on them. Damn right. Uh, memes matter. Memes, memes matter. Sad. Meme lives matter. Seven eight nine memes. Seven eight. That's nine. my meme page. Yo. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh word. Yeah. yeah. Plug oh, her wow. meme page. Seven. What is it? Seven eight nine. Like the joke. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. That's cool. Okay. Cool. I didn't realize that. Uh, what is it? We'll get into that. Uh, what is it? We're gonna do. Well, we're going to have some more episodes coming for you guys. Uh, we're going to be doing an episode on Sarah that we're recording right after this. Uh, what is it? Then we're doing a, a haunted convention hall for the Halloween time. Go check out our commercial that we made for uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'll make one more point. Yeah. Forgot to. If anybody has anything paranormal going on, reach out to me on Instagram. I am interested in doing paranormal investigation and research reach out to me dude we already on it man we'll talk to you we're already we're like me and her dived in all right but uh yeah dude you we should do stuff if you ever want to do anything together or turn this into a podcast or something anything i can do to help you i think you got a really great idea thank you uh i really do um what is it anything else anybody else wants to add nope we'll see you on the flip side all right yeah i guess we'll see you guys next time i'm gonna uh, what is it? Look out for those Halloween episodes and different stuff coming out. Uh, check out our Instagram at Only Posers Don't Listen. Our Twitter at Only Poser Don't Listen. Uh, what is it? Facebook. Uh, all that other jazz. You can find us on all social medias. Bye. Uh, I hope this works. It might work. I'm talking because that's what people want to hear until it comes on. Yeah. All right. See you guys next time. All right. Make sure they're not pop score. Only poses in the sand.